to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year. We read daily from the weekly Torah portions and from the prophets, the writings, and the apostles daily as well. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 6th of June, which is the 17th of Sivan on the Hebrew calendar. And this week, our parasha, that is our portion from the Torah, is called Beha'alotcha, which means when you set up. And today we're going to start with numbers, that's Bamidbal in Hebrew, 9, 1 through 14. Before we start our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And the Lord spoke to Moshe in the wilderness of Sinai in the first month of the second year after they had come out of the land of Egypt, saying, Let the sons of Israel observe Pesach at its appointed time. On the fourteenth day of this month, at twilight, you shall keep it at its appointed time. You shall keep it according to all its statutes and according to all its ordinances. Moshe told all the sons of Israel that they should observe Pesach. They observed Pesach in the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month, at evening, in the wilderness of Sinai. According to all that the Lord commanded Moshe, so the sons of Israel did. There were certain men who were unclean because of the dead body of a man, so that they could not observe Pesach on that day. And they came before Moshe and Aaron on that day. Those men said to him, We are unclean because of the dead body of a man. Why are we kept back that we may not offer the offering of the Lord at its appointed time among the sons of Israel? And Moshe answered them, Wait, that I may hear what the Lord will command concerning you. The Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Say to the sons of Israel, If any man of you, or of your generations, is unclean by reason of a dead body, or is on a journey far away, he shall still observe the Pesach to the Lord. In the second month, on the fourteenth day, at evening they shall keep it. They shall eat it with matzah and maror. They shall leave none of it until the morning, nor break a bone of it. According to all the statute of Pesach, they shall observe it. But the man who is clean and is not on a journey and fails to observe Pesach, that soul shall be cut off from his people because he did not offer the offering of the Lord at its appointed time. That man shall bear his sin. If a foreigner lives among you and desires to observe Pesach to the Lord, then he shall do so according to the statute of Pesach. 
and according to its ordinance. You shall have one statute, both for the foreigner and for him who is born in the land. That was Bamidbar, or Numbers 9, 1 through 14. Today's portion from the prophets is Yilmiyahu, Jeremiah, chapters 27 and 28. In the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, the son of Yoshiyahu, king of Yehudah, this word came to Yilmiyahu from the Lord, saying, This is what the Lord said to me. Make bonds and bars and put them on your neck. Then send them to the king of Edom, to the king of Moab, to the king of the children of Ammon, to the king of Tzur, and to the king of Tzidon, by the hand of the messengers who come to Jerusalem, to Tzidkiyahu, king of Judah. Give them a command to their masters, saying, This is what the Lord of hosts the God of Israel says, You shall tell your masters, I have made the earth, the men and the animals that are upon the surface of the earth by my great power and by my outstretched arm, and I give it to whom it seems right to me. Now I have given all these lands into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, my servant. I have also given the animals of the field to him, to serve him. All the nations will serve him, his son, and his son's son, until the time of his own land comes. Then many nations and great kings will make him their bondservant. It will happen that I will punish the nation and the kingdom which will not serve the same Nebuchadnezzar king of Babel and that will not put their neck under the yoke of the king of Babel. Says the Lord, With the sword, with famine, and with pestilence, until I have consumed them by his hand. But as for you, do not listen to your prophets, to your diviners, to your dreams, to your soothsayers, or to your sorcerers, who speak to you, saying, You shall not serve the king of Babel. For they prophesy a lie to you, to remove you far from your land, so that I would drive you out, and you would perish. But the nation that brings their neck under the yoke of the king of Babel, and serves him, that nation I will let remain in their own land, says the Lord, and they will till it and dwell in it. I spoke to Tzidkiyahu, king of Yehuda, according to all these words, saying, Bring your necks under the yoke of the king of Babel, and serve him and his people, and live. Why will you die, you and your people, by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence, as the Lord has spoken concerning the nation that will not serve the king of Babel? Do not listen to the words of the prophets who speak to you, saying, You shall not serve the king of Babel, for they prophesy a lie to you. For I have not sent them, says the Lord, but they prophesy falsely in my name, that I may drive you out, and that you may perish, you and the prophets who prophesy to you. Also I spoke to the Kohanim and to all this people, saying, this is what the Lord says. 
Do not listen to the words of your prophets who prophesy to you, saying, Behold, the vessels of the house of the Lord will now shortly be brought again from Babel, for they prophesy a lie to you. Do not listen to them. Serve the king of Babel and live. Why should this city become a desolation? But if they are prophets, and if the word of the Lord is with them, let them now make intercession to the Lord of hosts, that the vessels which are left in the house of the Lord, in the house of the king of Yehudah, and at Yerushalayim, do not go to Babel. For this is what the Lord of hosts says concerning the pillars, concerning the sea, concerning the bases, and concerning the rest of the vessels that are left in the city, which Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, did not take when he carried away captive Yekonia, the son of Jehoiakim, the king of Yehuda, from Jerusalem to Babel, and all the nobles of Yehuda and Jerusalem. This is what the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, says concerning the vessels that are left in the house of the Lord, and in the house of the king of Yehuda, and at Jerusalem. They will be carried to Babel, and there they will be, until the day that I visit them, says the Lord. Then I will bring them up and restore them to this place. That same year, in the beginning of the reign of Tzidkiyahu, king of Judah, in the fourth year, in the fifth month, Hananiah, the son of Atzu, the, the prophet, who was of Giv'on, spoke to me in the house of the Lord, in the presence of the Kohanim and of all the people, saying, This is what the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, says, I have broken the yoke of the king of Babel. Within two full years, I will bring again into this place all the vessels of the house of the Lord that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, took away from this place and carried to Babel. I will bring again to this place Yekonia, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Yehuda, with all the captives of Yehuda who went to Babel, says the Lord. For I will break the yoke of the king of Babel. Then the prophet Yirmiyahu said to the prophet Hananiah, in the presence of the Kohanim and in the presence of all the people who stood in the house of the Lord. And the prophet Yirmiyahu said, Amen, may the Lord do so. May the Lord perform your words which you have prophesied to bring again the vessels of the house of the Lord and all those who are captives from Babel to this place. Nevertheless, Listen now to this word that I speak to you in your ears and in the ears of all the people. The prophets who have been before me and before you of old prophesied against many countries and against great kingdoms of war, of evil, and of pestilence. The prophets who prophesied of peace, when the word of the prophet happens, then the prophet will be known that the Lord has truly sent him. Then Hananiah the prophet took the yoke from off the prophet Yirmiyahu's neck and broke it. And Hananiah spoke in the presence of all the people, saying, This is what the Lord says. Even so, I will break the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar, 
king of Babel from off the neck of all the nations within two full years. Then the prophet Yirmiyahu went his way. Then the word of the Lord came to Yirmiyahu after Hananiah the prophet had broken the yoke from off the neck of the prophet Yirmiyahu, saying, Go and tell Hananiah, saying, This is what the Lord says. You have broken the yokes of wood, but you have made in their place yokes of iron. For this is what the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, says. I have put a yoke of iron on the neck of all these nations, that they may serve Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, and they will serve him. I have also given him the animals of the field. Then the prophet Yirmiyahu said to Hananiah the prophet, Listen, Hananiah, the Lord has not sent you, but you make this people trust in a lie. Therefore the Lord says, Behold, I will send you away from off the surface of the earth. This year you will die because you have spoken rebellion against the Lord. So Hananiah the prophet died the same year in the seventh month. That was Jeremiah chapters 27 and 28. And today our portion from the prophets is Daniel chapter 4. I, Nebuchadnezzar, was at rest in my house and flourishing in my palace. I saw a dream which made me afraid, and the thoughts on my bed and the visions of my head troubled me. So made I a decree to bring in all the wise men of Babel before me, that they might make known to me the interpretation of the dream. Then the magicians, the enchanters, the Kasdim and the soothsayers came in, and I told the dream before them, but they could not make known to me its interpretation. But at last Daniel came in before me, whose name was Belteshazzar, according to the name of my God, and in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. I told the dream before him, saying, Belteshazzar, master of the magicians, because I know that the spirit of the holy gods is in you, and no secret troubles you, tell me the visions of my dream that I have seen, and its interpretation. Thus were the visions of my head on my bed. I saw, and behold, a tree in the middle of the earth, and its height was great. The tree grew and was strong, and its height reached to the sky, and its sight to the end of all the earth. The leaves of it were beautiful, and it had much fruit, and in it was food for all. The animals of the field had shade under it, and the birds of the sky lived in its branches, and all flesh was fed from it. I saw in the visions of my head on my bed, and behold, a watcher and a holy one came down from heaven. He cried aloud and said this, Cut down the tree and cut off its branches, shake off its leaves and scatter its fruit. Let the animals get away from under it, and the fowls from its branches. Yet, leave the stump of its roots on the earth, even with a band of iron and bronze in the tender grass of the field, and let it be wet with the dew of heaven. 
and let his portion be with the animals in the grass of the earth, and let his heart be changed from man's, and let an animal's heart be given to him. Then let seven times pass over him. The sentence is by the decree of the watchers, and the demand by the word of the holy ones, to the intent that the living may know that the Most High rules in the kingdom of men, and gives it to whomever he will, and sets up over it the lowest of men. This dream I, King Nebuchadnezzar, have seen, and you, Belteshazzar, declare the interpretation, because all the wise men of my kingdom are not able to make known to me the interpretation, but you are able, for the spirit of the holy gods is in you. Then Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, was stricken mute for a while, and his thoughts troubled him. The king answered and said, Belteshazzar, do not let the dream or the interpretation trouble you. Belteshazzar answered and said, My lord, may the dream be for those who hate you and its interpretation to your adversaries. The tree that you saw, which grew and became strong, whose height reached to the sky and its sight in all the earth, whose leaves were beautiful and its fruit plentiful, and in it was food for all, under which the animals of the field lived, and on whose branches the birds of the sky had their habitation. It is you, O king, that have grown and become strong, for your greatness has grown, and reaches to the sky, and your dominion to the end of the earth. And because the king saw a watcher and a holy one coming down from heaven, and saying, Cut down the tree and destroy it, Nevertheless, leave the stump of its roots in the earth, with a band of iron and bronze in the tender grass of the field, and let it be wet with the dew of the sky. Let his portion be with the animals of the field until seven times pass over him. This is the interpretation, O king, and it is the decree of the Most High which has come on my lord the king that you shall be driven from men, and your dwelling shall be with the animals of the field. You shall be made to eat grass as oxen, and shall be wet with the dew of the sky, and seven times shall pass over you, until you know that the Most High rules in the kingdom of men, and gives it to whomever he will. Whereas they commanded to leave the stump of the roots of the tree, your kingdom shall be sure to you, after that you will have known that the heavens do rule. Therefore, O king, may my counsel be please you, and break off your sins by righteousness, and your iniquities by showing mercy to the poor. Perhaps there may be a lengthening of your tranquility. All this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar, at the end of twelve months, he was walking in the royal palace of Bavel. The king spoke and said, Is not this great Bavel, which I have built for the royal dwelling place by the might of my power and for the glory of my majesty? While the word was in the king's mouth, a voice came from heaven saying, O king Nebuchadnezzar, to you it is spoken, the kingdom has departed from you. 
You shall be driven from men, and your dwelling shall be with the animals of the field. You shall be made to eat grass as oxen. Seven times shall pass over you until you know that the Most High rules in the kingdom of men and gives it to whomever he will. This was fulfilled at the same hour on Nebuchadnezzar. He was driven from men and ate grass as oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of the sky until his hair had grown like eagles' feathers and his nails like birds' claws. And at the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up my eyes to heaven, and my understanding returned to me. And I blessed the Most High, and I praised and honored him who lives forever. For his dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom from generation to generation. All the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing, and he does according to his will in the host of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth, and no one can stop his hand or ask him, What are you doing? At the same time, my understanding returned to me, and for the glory of my kingdom, my majesty and brightness returned to me, and my counselors and my lords sought me, and I was established in my kingdom, and excellent greatness was added to me. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, Praise and extol and honor the King of heaven, for all his works are truth, and his ways are justice, and those who walk in pride he is able to abase. That was Daniel 4. Our final portion today is from the Apostles, and it is 1 Corinthians 10. Now, I would not have you ignorant, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all immersed into Moshe in the cloud and in the sea and all ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank of a spiritual rock that followed them and the rock was Messiah. However, with most of them, God was not pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our examples, to the intent we should not lust after evil things, as they also lusted. Do not be idolaters, as some of them were. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Let us not commit sexual immorality as some of them committed, and in one day 23,000 fell. Let us not test Messiah as some of them tested and perished by the serpents. Do not grumble as some of them also grumbled and perished by the destroyer. Now all these things happened to them by way of example and they were written for our admonition on whom the ends of the ages have come. Therefore, let him who thinks he stands be careful that he does not fall. No temptation has taken you except what is common to man, but God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted above what you are able, but will with the temptation also make the way of escape, that you may be able to endure it. Therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. 
I speak as to wise people. Judge for yourselves what I say. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not a sharing of the blood of Messiah? The bread which we break, is it not a sharing of the body of Messiah? Because there is one loaf of bread, we who are many are one body. For we all partake of the one loaf of bread. Consider Israel according to the flesh. Do not those who eat the sacrifices participate in the altar? What am I saying then? If a thing sacrificed to idols is anything, or that an idol is anything. But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God. And I do not desire that you would have fellowship with demons. You cannot both drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot both partake of the table of the Lord and of the table of demons. Or do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? All things are lawful for me, but not all things are profitable. All things are lawful for me, but not all things build up. Let no one seek his own good but each one his neighbor's good. Whatever is sold in the butcher shop, eat, asking no question for the sake of conscience, for the earth belongs to the Lord and all its fullness. But if one of those who do not believe invites you to a meal, and you are inclined to go, eat whatever is set before you, asking no questions for the sake of your conscience. But if anyone says to you, This was offered to idols, do not eat it for the sake of the one who told you, and for the sake of conscience. For the earth belongs to the Lord, and all its fullness. Conscience, I say, not your own, but the other's conscience. For why is my liberty judged by another's conscience? But if I partake with thankfulness, why am I denounced because of something I give thanks for? Therefore, whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Give no offense, either to Jews or to Greeks or to the assembly of God, just as I also please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of the many, that they may be saved." That was 1 Corinthians 10. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Mark 11 today also. I hope that the scriptures were an encouragement today, and I pray that God will speak to you through his word. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from the mountains of Judea here in Israel. Until next time.